We're mujeres on a mission. We are two undocumented mujeres that met in the immigrant rights movement. We are on a mission to share our experiences through popular education and share our perspectives on the mainstream immigrant rights movement. Hey everyone, welcome to another Mujeres on a Mission episode. This is episode 7, Daka Rhymes with Kaka. I'm Lupita. I'm Fabi. And I guess before we get into the Daka Rhymes with Kaka part of the episode, we'll just catch you up on what we've been doing, our chelas and chisme part of the podcast, I guess. Minus the chelas. We're we're sober and broke. We're waiting on payday, y'all. I don't know, man. I've been drinking this whole weekend, so I don't think I could bring myself to have another beer. No, dude. I've just been, I just been doing research. Because, yeah, wow. I need to do research for school. So, <laughs> I, I acknowledge my partying privilege and we'll be bringing it on to you as soon as you're done. I'll be like, hit me off after December, the third week of December, and we'll yeah. we'll catch up on, on the partying. Okay, how are you, Mujer? Tell us the chisme. I'm surviving. I don't know. I've just been, like, going through life. Yeah. You know? I've been good, though. Like, I've been bending more for sure mm-hmm. and, like, been meeting more people. So it's really cool to, like, see it. Because it was, I think, November 1st-ish was, like, the f- year mark of when I started doing it. So it's nice to be like, okay, like, I, it's been a year, like, going on to another one. Because statistically, businesses don't take off until, like, two years in yeah. it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I just need one more year. Yay! But it's been good. It's been good. The semester has been good, even, like, if I've been taking, like, 16 units but it's been good that's why i haven't been partying (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh um (laughs) um, what have i been up to oh shit it's a catch-up y'all um i moved in with my family or like i came to live together with my family um, they're not in Silverado anymore. Mm-hmm. It's heartbreaking, but it's a. Uh, I, I see it. Oh. <laughs> okay, sorry, y'all. Uh, uh, not living in Silverado now comes with Chester barking behind us. So I think maybe he's like a new member of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Chester! There you go. <laughs> okay, so um, so yeah, I think the move has been different. Not necessarily bad and not 100% good. I think like living on my own and then coming to live with my family has definitely been a little funky. Um, and I say that because I'm pretty sure my mom's listening outside. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> definitely less privacy. Um <laughs> But other than that, I'm also just surviving. This is, or this should be my last semester of undergrad. So I'm like, I should be more worried. (laughs) I feel like this whole year has just been really chill. Um, I'm also learning to explore different parts of myself. Um, And just, you know, talking to some people, doing some stuff. Um, and, you know, everything has been okay. I think, again, like, um, learning curves. It's it's interesting to come back, um, you know, and, like, you know, live with your parents again, which, you know, was something that was necessary to help out. And, um, yeah, but that's, that's that. Yay! Oh, my God, we should do a podcast when we, like, graduate. 
Yes. And we're like, y'all feel better now? We're like, no. <laughs> we're extra dreamers. <laughs> extra dreamers. <laughs> we have our bachelors now. Do you love me? Give me more grant money so I can go to grad school. I know. <laughs> you don't want to get into debt. Uh, I am. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to talk really quick about DACA. So quick crash course. Um... DACA stands for Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. It is a program uh, that was uh, enacted in 2012 by President Obama and it included um, folks that had been brought to the U.S. uh, before the age of 16 that had been in the country for, um, what is it, like five years or something? I don't remember. Because you had to have been here 2007. Mm Mm-hmm consistently till 2012 yeah 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 so five years um and so what it did is that it provided work permits for undocumented youth and um both of us are or i don't want to put you on the spot i am a daca recipient yeah i got daca too (laughs) i think we said that before we said that before um okay so uh we're both daca recipients and we kind of wanted to come back because life was life um and we wanted to come back with the new podcast to kind of talk about it because there's a lot of perspectives out there that are not ours like there's a lot of voices out there that are not daca voices and voices of undocumented people and like the last fucking thing i want is for a (laughs) executive director no shade um to speak for us so you know like we felt that this was important so um daca was uh terminated by the trump administration also known as the shit show and they um so they stopped it and then uh district courts upheld it uh people weren't allowed to submit their applications for it anymore but and then but people were allowed to renew and so right now it's being heard by the supreme court um and so the thing in the Supreme Court that is in question is whether the Trump administration had um, enough reasons to terminate it. And at the same time, like the other portion is whether, you know, one of the reasons why they said that they terminated it was because they like it wasn't constitutional. So that part is, is kind of also under review or under question with the Supreme Court. Now, if folks um, have DACA and they kind of, you know, like y'all are freaking out. They're, we're not expecting a decision from the court until between January 2020 and June of 2020. So what folks are advising is that if you da- do have DACA and they phase out the program and your DACA is going to expire at the beginning of 2020 to go ahead and renew it. Again, it's always a personal choice. Um, I am not an attorney yet, um, <laughs> but I can't, you know, like give legal advice. I can just kind of like voice what other folks have been saying. Um, and so if you need more resources on DACA, I would check out um, the Immigration Legal Resource Center, ILRC.org, as well as NILC, the National Immigration Legal Council. I think that's what it stands for. The links will be in our Instagram. <laughs> um, and so I, you know, um, the other thing too, which I wanted to plug was... Um, 
There's a group of us that are not affiliated with an organization that will be starting a fundraiser uh, for DACA recipients in Orange County. Um, we did that with an organization that I was a part of before, and it actually, you know, a lot of folks were willing to give to help us fund DACAs. And so this time around, myself, along with another person that helped out on that uh, fundraiser, we're starting off something because it's it's important. There is no, no help out there, and it's important for folks that maybe whose DACAs are going to expire at the beginning of the year. And if they do get phased out, have the opportunity to be able to renew them and, and not be left in limbo. And hopefully we'll also be putting some legal clinics together. Again, there is no like organizational back um, in this. This is purely like folks that are seeing that nothing is happening. So if it's okay with loops, yeah, sure. um, we'll be putting up that information. If you want to donate, definitely hit us up. And then we're trying to set something up for folks that may need um, the aid and, you know, like maybe like cover like portions of the DACA uh, for folks or you know like help like because nobody's gonna come and save us so yeah. we have to create these resources and so shout out to the undocu slash like DACA recipient that you know we were at a party on Friday you're like let's do it yeah <laughs> I was a little drunk <laughs> and I was like no one's doing shit he was like I know so you know if y'all have wealthy people <laughs> that are willing to sponsor a DACA. Um, we're trying to do it either through like Venmo or through something where it won't take away any money, being completely 100% transparent um, and, you know, like trying to get those fees like not taken from the funds that we raise just so that absolutely every single penny can go into funding DACAs. Yeah, and I think it's super crucial because I don't know if you've seen like on Instagram, they're like, if you're a DACA recipient and you're seeing this, I encourage you to like renew your DACA and then you're like okay but how though like Mm -hmm. so I think it's like crucial for people especially if you're like sharing like actively sharing that kind of information like also have resources or like help people Mm -hmm. fundraise because like they're they're, like yeah you can advise people but if there isn't money like like people can't renew and then it just creates like this whole like Mm -hmm. it just makes like the DACA like hearing more Mm -hmm. like stressful for people And, you know, like, one of the things that I will take a lot of pride in is that everything is going to be done online, um, which means we will not be having people standing outside of any place overnight just for the opportunity (laughs) for them to receive aid. Yeah. And that's, like... Then it's gonna come out eventually. I'm all sneezy today. What? What? But I think it's it's crucial because it's I think just like thinking about it, like okay, you're waking up at like three in the fucking morning, standing in line, and you see like all these people pile up, and then you're like, is there gonna be money for me? Like, yeah, it is just like it, and it's also unnecessary. I feel it's more necessary for like media attention for sure, because you're like, all oh, these people are lining up at three in the morning. Like, it's more it it like to me like. Because I analyze, I overanalyze everything. But I'm like, for media purposes, exactly. For media purpose, it it looks really like, wow. They're doing so much. Yeah, because all these people are lining up. But you can just fucking do that online and have not people wake up at three in the morning. Have a fucking, like, anxiety attack on their way there while waking up. Yeah. Especially because it's, it's like... 
you don't eat like the thing is it's like you wake up all early and then you're like have, have inside you don't fucking eat yep. and then like your whole day just like gets ruined because you have to do something because you gotta do it and like that's the only outlet that you could do it through and like you don't have to yep yeah and you know like folks are already like feeling like shit like why make them go through stuff like that just come up with a better system and like if you receive millions of dollars in aid and you're having people like outside i think (laughs) what is it psa this is the perspective on the immigrant rights movement part (laughs) but you know like it it is kind of fucked up so with that we are creating our own resources because we're not sad we're not scared like we are sad we're scared but we're still partying it up or doing research (laughs) exactly doing research fucking valid and it's like good um but you know like we're creating our own resources so Mm -hmm. you know shout out to the folks that have come up shout out to the folks that are putting like you know thinking of putting like fun research together like y'all are tired y'all are stressed we got jobs we got shit to do Mm -hmm. and we're still out here for our community so thank you so much and again like if y'all have like wealthy folks please share the fundraiser because last time we i think we funded like 15 or 20 documents and it was um with with the help of on documedia which that's a whole other tea twitter it's like Um, that dude but it came from there we did get money for five more like daca um applications so you know like community for community because nobody's here to save us we're only here to help and uplift each other and protect each other yeah asata amen amen also fuck problematic ass men even if they're undocumented yes disclosure fuck men in general because i don't want people to be like oh my god they're like like undocumented i'm like no fuck undocumented yeah (laughs) just getting ahead of all of y'all and (laughs) yes but yeah fuck dude so i think like we wanted part of this to be around how we're feeling Mm. because a lot of the time we put the resources out there which again more than happy to do it but at the same time like when people ask us i don't know if you got this mujer but this last week some folks were like oh my god fabi i feel so sad for you are you sad instead of being like hey girl how are you doing i'm checking in on you you know what i mean there were two people in my life which was my best friend and the mujer i'm talking to Mm -hmm. that were legit like both allies that were legit like how are you feeling how are you doing hey i need i would tell them like i need my space and they'd be like okay that's fine like is it okay if i check in with you again do you want to do this do want to do that and so you know like yeah but i hate when people are like i feel so sad for you yeah. oh my god pobrecita like i hate it when people pity you yes like there's like this sense of pity they're like oh poor you mm-hmm. like but you're not really asking how people really are and what kind of help they because every every person is like their own world and like yep. they might want something different like mm-hmm. some people do do want to get checked in and be like are you okay and some people like i just need company like you know yeah so it's kind of like weird and then tying it also to like the dreamer narrative because mm-hmm. it's like it's one size fits all and now those people that fit into it fit into this one mold and that's how people people sometimes like mm-hmm. see like that's how they provide a they're like oh like there's th- this is happening so this is how you feel yeah this is how you should feel or they're telling you how to feel yeah and then you're like no dude i haven't had that surprisingly and i think it's also because like at school i hang with like all like the chica next study majors and the wigs mm-hmm. and the women's studies majors so mm-hmm. like like we learned that <laughs> 
two people were like are different for sure. Yeah. But I had had issues before where like someone, if you, I don't think you'll ever listen to this, but anyway, like they didn't get a job at school, mm-hmm. and they were like ranting to me about why they didn't get a job in school, whatever. And then she was like, "Oh my god, like I can't imagine being a DACA student." while she was ranting about not getting the job and in my head I'm like okay like DACA people like don't have like fucking unemployment to Mm -hmm. fall on so like we'll take whatever job like yeah yeah. but then like this like fucking like US citizen person who could get unemployment who could get all this kinds of aid was like well I don't know like how I would deal with it if I was on DACA like that was like the thing you had over DACA people that's how I felt when like they were saying it and I was just like what and then I I got mad and then like she was kind of like taken off guard by it because like it sounded like oh poor me I didn't get the job and I was like you could get a job anywhere Mm -hmm. like literally anywhere like you don't have to worry about like getting your DACA taken away not Mm -hmm. having any kind of documentations to actually get a job you want yeah so I was just like that's what I experience sometimes it's not necessarily like are you okay Mm -hmm. they're more cut up like that person was more cut up on their shit No, at the last, when DACA hit, like, DACA shit hit the fan. That's, like, that's just what I'm gonna call it from now on. DACA shit, DACA shit hit the fan part one. DACA shit hit the fan part two. Um, I had, like, a, a person, I was trying to put clinics together, I was trying to get shit done, and she texted me, the citizen person texted me, and I, I remember looking at the text and being like, oh, okay, cool, and putting it down. And, like, I just didn't think about it again. And, like, a couple months later, it was like, oh, my God, I called to check in on her. She never replied. She hates me. She hates this. And I was like, girl, like, I didn't have fucking time. Yeah. Like, I don't have time to hold you. I don't want to hold it's, you. It's like that kind of thing where you're, like, you have the privilege to not experience mm-hmm. the experiences that undocumented people have. So you don't yeah. know how to deal. Mm-hmm. Then you make it about you. Yep. Because you're like, wait, I don't know how to relate or whatever. Or you don't really, like, don't just fucking ask what people need. Mm-mm. And then you're like, oh, fuck. Like, they don't like me. And then you make yeah. it about you and it's not about you. No. I mean, like, I think should this person... She knew that I was working on shit. And should she have been like, hey, girl, you know, I'm sorry this shit is happening. What do you need me to do? But it was like, oh, my God. And I think, like, they expected a paragraph back about, like, my deepest, darkest <sighs> fears and feelings. And, like... I'm just not the type of fucking person to give you that. Like, if I write you a paragraph, Estefani, it's because I fucking love you. Like, yeah. you know, like, because I feel safe putting my feelings with you. And if I don't write you a fucking paragraph, it's not because I hate you, but it's because, like, you gotta fucking understand boundaries if you don't understand why I'm not writing you back like yeah. that. Or if I reply with anything, like, I'll say thank you and I'll acknowledge it if I have time. But we're out here fucking hustling and doing my, like, doing our yeah. own resources and helping our community. Because I think for us, it's like we went into, like, survivor mode. Yes. Like, that fucking, like, when I saw the tweet at, like, 5 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you couldn't come up with a more dramatic tweet. Like, <laughs> it just sounds like you were taking more. a dump at 5 in the morning and wrote that. <laughs> like, so hello. Sleepy, like, you're like, let's really do it, I guess. Shit. <laughs> But, exactly, and then you're just like, yeah, but then, it it was just survivor mode, like, I smoke when I'm fucking, like, stressed, I bought myself, like, a fucking pack of cigarettes and a Starbucks, and I was just, like, smoking before going to class, Yeah, because we still, like, I still did whatever I did, Mm -hmm. like, regularly that day, yes, some of us don't have the privilege of doing shit like that. 
Like, yeah. some of us don't have the privilege of being frozen. Like, still had to get up, go to work, mm-hmm. do the shit that we have to do because we are fucking DACA recipients and we, we get fired or we, like, miss yeah. our classes. That's it. Like, that's the fucking thing, too. It's like, you can't just, like, stop. Because you're like, like, I work fucking retail. Like, mm-hmm. I have to look preppy and happy for the customers like yeah. i can't be like fuck all of you citizens i'm going through shit because i'm on daca fuck all of you like mm-hmm. you can't you can't do that no and like even for classes like if you miss classes then you get to put on academic probation and then you lose your financial aid and then all this shit right yeah and then like, you just kind of go into like survivor mode of like i'll handle it later because that's what happened later on in the day because like i feel people were like going through it and then like oh shit let's go do a protest and so thought that we were all like yeah let's go but it was just like you know like it was we went through our day and then that happened yeah like and i think it's also it has a lot to do with like growing up undocumented Mm -hmm. like there was a space where you were undocumented and there was a space where you weren't especially like going to school as a kid like my mom was like you tell them you're a fucking u.s citizen Mm -hmm. like if they ask you where you were born you say you were born in the u.s so it's kind of like that kind of goes with like how we coped with that news because you were like oh we'll be students right now we'll go to work right now but we'll handle later when we have that space to be undocumented in yeah which I, I don't know I still feel like like organizing spaces are still not safe yeah they're not like that if any of you go into organizing spaces they're not safe don't let your guard no. down don't yeah, let your don't. guard down Mm-mm-mm. unless and, and but I think like on the other side of that right and maybe now we're just like I'm going to a separate part of the ramp but within organizing spaces you will find people that are legit there for you and that's where you start forming mm-hmm. bonds and that's where you start forming friendships and that's how I have Lupita yeah and a Steph and new homegirls you know like it's just you, you start that's where you start building like sisterhood and that's where you start building like you know love and shit with yeah. other people but be careful cause a lot of them are like fucking like activists like they are just trying to get laid especially cause some of them are like older like way, like I'm just saying like they could be your fucking dad yeah older and they're like hitting like I've seen that happen I'm like that that person can literally be someone's like that the person that they're hitting on fucking dad yep and they're still hitting on them and you just get like you know yeah. it's just <sighs> yeah but yeah it's just just be careful just be careful y'all for just, sure you know like the other thing too is don't tell your story because you feel forced do it at your own time like with your own empowerment whenever you want to like because a lot of like politicians and even a lot of organizations are gonna use our stories to get funding themselves and like that shit's gonna that's that's just messed up in general and like you know like DACA recipients too where like and I think we were talking about this when we were talking about this podcast this whole thing of like yeah like right now we're all fighting for DACA and it has brought a lot of privilege but at what cost Mm -hmm. like who have we thrown under the bus like our parents are still on docu like our community members are still fucking fighting for legal permanent residency like the folks that have TPS some TPS has been taken away like and everybody is always focused on us but why like why are we being so selfish that we're not using the privilege that we're having to help other people that are in worse fucking situations and like yeah. yeah well I guess a lot of it has to do with 
like media like I feel the media has a lot to do yeah with because DACA like I feel even like if you want to go into like English speaking media like DACA sells because you're like oh wait like these are like assimilated kids that had no agency which is like what kind of fucking agency do you have when you don't have any choice yeah so then like oh they didn't have agency they're they're assimilated they have degrees or like some kind of certification that Mm -hmm. in this society is viewed as worthy yeah so that's how people get the new get like get into the news get more attention get attention by politicians and it kind of sucks because then all those other people get left under the bus and it's like people within our communities other communities in in other countries too because i feel sometimes like when like the dreamer shit mm-hmm. or like DACA narrative comes around, it's like Mexican centric, and then there's like yep. no, there's like Central Americans. There's mm-hmm. Central Americans who like have family members that have TPS, yep. and then also like when when like they were like talking about TPS and DACA at the same time, I felt like DACA was getting so much more attention than TPS. Yeah, and it's just kind of like it's used it's used to like split up people because yep. you're like no talk about me no you're not talking about this mm-hmm. but then like when do we go like no like let's like yeah talk about it like together and like see how like because regardless like people get fucked over it anyway yeah it's just them choosing like a winner and who they want to like coin and what campaign is easier to win yeah then all that stuff because then when tps like there's not just like dreamer like young people there's Mm -hmm. like all sorts of people and like you know like it's different yeah and i I feel when people like back up that guy it's just they go for the easier win but here's the other part of it too Mm -hmm. like the part that's fucked up right now and i laughed when you said young people because (laughs) (laughs) because here's the thing and here's the reality and and here's the shit that like we gotta engrave in our heads now Mm -hmm. some of us are in our fucking late 20s (laughs) like some of us are in our mid to late 20s and y'all are pushing a fucking narrative for yourselves because a lot of the high school students right now in 9th 10th 11th grade don't qualify for what we currently have as daca Mm -hmm. we are forgetting not only about the generation that came before us but now we're throwing under the bus an entire ass generation that is coming up after us yep and i have mentees and amazing young mujeres in my life that don't qualify for the new for that don't qualify for daca so when they're saying dreamers when they're saying youth they're interviewing the same fucking five set of people three of whom already have papers yeah. so it's it's one of like two things come from this rant one of them is we are not fucking youth anymore and there was a tweet on twitter because i've been loving twitter lately <laughs> where it's like i'm not a dreamer i'm 30 years old i'm a, like i'm a school teacher like you know like just google the tweet or we'll put it up but it's like it's totally true it's like yeah like there's an entire ass generation coming up behind us that doesn't have daca so we're telling them like protect daca and they're probably sitting at home being like who's gonna protect me yeah like i don't qualify for this shit anyway but then we're teaching them to be apologetic and like again like daca did not come from the good hearts no. of the fucking democrats like <laughs> and other organizations <laughs> would like having fucking like make you think like chairla chairla damn it 
You already said it, so fuck it. Fuck it. But it didn't come, like, DACA didn't come out of their good hearts. Like, DACA didn't come out of United We Dream. DACA didn't come out, like, it came out of, like, folks that had an idea. Navy, Navy Dominguez is one of the brains behind DACA. There's a bunch of, like, amazing ally attorneys that helped her and a group of people. Uh, Dream Team LA. Uh, Orange County Immigrant Youth United, Orange County Dream Team, along with what was like CJA, um, like with the beginnings of CJA, which it was under a different name, like the California Immigrant Youth Justice Alliance. Like it was those group of folks that came together to give DACA and to put it forward. Like it didn't come out of anybody fucking else. Like at the beginning, nobody wanted to back it up. So create your own power like this is like like we're gonna keep fighting for shit right but like not with the fucking like apologetic ass narrative because that doesn't help anybody but politicians to yeah. continue to get reelected and like not actually help the community like we're just getting lip service y'all like that's all we're getting mm. and then the second thing that you know like allies like formerly undocumented people step the fuck down yep. like you want to support support in different ways i'm gonna start pushing more for a stuff to release or to put something out on like allies had an ally like if you are in an, like in an immigrant rights organization and you're like a citizen or even like an lpr that is eligible for citizenship step the fuck down like give that job or train somebody to come into your job for like where that person can benefit from it because you're now you're benefiting from other people's pain and you're not teaching and like helping people empower themselves so like citizens lprs like allies like step the fuck down like y'all need to move along to other opportunities and y'all need to stop taking people's like pain and using it for your own like capitalistic like monetary gain so yeah. that was my rant no and that's the fucking thing that like pisses me off because if you look at like immigrant rights organizations like people should really look at like who's their executive director because mm-hmm. i don't I, i've done like nonprofit work that i know how the pecking order is the executive director never gets fired the organizers get fired mm-hmm. probably the, if it gets really bad the grant writer's gonna get fired yep. the executive director does not get fired mm-hmm. unless it's some shady yeah, shit happens, then yeah, they're probably gonna get, get let go. But it's something like sexual It has to be like major. Major. Like, and then these people are getting hella money. Yes. Hella money. They like drive nice ass cars, yep. can afford to eat out all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, they're not undocumented. They're US citizens. Yep. So it's, it's like they're literally taking people's pain, people's suffrage to like now with the whole rent, like the fucking housing crisis. Like mm-hmm. they ask you for like your social when you apply for housing. Yep. Like there's people that don't have stuff to eat because they're too scared to apply for like government aid because mm-hmm. they're scared that ICE is going to get them that way. They can't afford to fucking get cars. And they the can't afford to get housing. Shit. And the public charge shit. And then here are this freaking executive director driving nice ass cars and like living a good life. Yeah millions of dollars donated to their organizations just to fatten up their checks and their wallets yeah and it's it it shouldn't be that way and if you are in those kind of organizations like maybe you should like see what's up and like like i get it like people need to work for sure Mm -hmm. but like like we're uh like either you know or you don't know but you're like either knowingly or unconsciously helping like fund rich ass people yep yeah. With your suffering or the suffering of your communities too. And also like 
allies that have undocumented parents, their suffering is not your suffering to get clout mm-hmm. from. Like, you can't call out undocumented people because your family member is undocumented. Your family member has the right to call out fellow undocumented people, but not you. Yeah. So shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down because this isn't for you. Yeah. Don't don't speak. Like, give that space to, like, your family member, whoever, mm-hmm. whoever it is that is going through it. Like, you're not going through it. No. You will never go through it. Like, Mm-mm. unless if they come up with, like, some weird-ass law that makes, like... Because, you know, they wanted to do that one thing. Yeah, they take yeah. away birthright citizenship, then, like, maybe, but we're not <laughs> there we're yet. we're the same place. <laughs> but we're not there yet, so. Shh. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, no, dude. I've been... I don't know. Should we talk about, like, this week? Yeah. <laughs> Our feelings for this week. <laughs> no, yeah. For sure. This I don't... Let's podcast. We can let's do see. Let's want. see. This time around, I have not bought a pack of cigarettes yet, so that's good. Mm-hmm. So, but I just, it really bugged me how, like, it was, it felt like I hate it when people do, like, one story narratives and that's all yeah. they stick to. And then people were like, because I, like, go to DACA groups on YouTube, mm-hmm. not YouTube, Facebook. The anxiety ones? Yeah, and then I'm all like, you know, like, I go and I'm like, do I feel like torturing myself? I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do this, let's do this. Oh the Virgo in me is like, yeah, let's do it. So, like, and then you go on those and people are like, what are we going to do? I, like, own a house. Like, I pay my taxes. And then they, like, bag on people who have, like, criminal records. Yep. Like, I remember, like, I went on once and then they were like, oh, so-and-so had a felony and they still, like, apply, like they got their DACA renewed. Like, it just makes us look bad. And then you're like, really? Like, do you not know how, like, the prison industrial complex works that targets, like, people of mm-hmm. color to go into jail? Yep. And prison and detention centers? Mm-hmm. And then people are like, oh, no. Like, they make us look bad. And then it's like, no, you're, like, reinforcing what the state is telling you is yep. good or bad. And, I, like, I go because I just, I overanalyze stuff and it... <laughs> And then I, I just like to give myself anxiety, so here. But yeah, it's just like really problematic. Yeah. Because people are like throwing people under the bus. And you don't even know like why this person had a felony. Because mm-hmm. they could have just... It's it's easier to catch a felony than y- y'all think. Like it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can even do it without trying. Like... Yeah. But it's just like... It sucks how like people throw each other under the bus because they want to fit this like one narrative where we're all nice and yeah we pay taxes and we have high really high really high GPAs and education and that's not like realistically what happens because every undocumented person is different different. Mm -hmm. and even for like even like for us like when we shared like our community college story it's like I was so close to being in academic probation Mm -hmm. like all this shit and it's just like this single narrative and that's what I felt like when I was seeing DACA shit it was really single narrative and like even like protests were single narrative yeah. I didn't go to no protests cause I was just gonna like I feel like if I were to protest and they do that I'll just snap and then yes. I'll so I, I didn't I didn't go to any DACA protest for that reason yep 
but it's just like really single narrative like oh we make the country better which we do but it's not just us at what expense I what and also at what expense like immigrants do make countries better but not just DACA immigrants. <laughs> so I don't know. It just pissed me off. I was like really single narr- like narrative. And then it also made me think of like when the DAPA shit was going down. Like people in orcs weren't packing the Supreme Court all hard like that either. Nope. And it's kind of like people were like DAPA. I always I thought it was funny how it was like DAPA and DACA plus. It sounded like cable deals. Yep. And like they weren't as like hard on that shit as they are right now. Mm-hmm. Because that's going to benefit parents. Yep. And people who didn't, who would be technically DACA recipients, but were off, like, for a year mm-hmm. or a month. And it's just like, okay, like, now we're showing up, showing out in D.C. for all this shit. And then it also, like, weirds me out when, like... And I just thought about this, like, a week ago. But, like, the butterfly. Mm-hmm. It's the monarch butterfly. They travel from the U.S. to, I think, just, like, Michoacan. Mm. And then it's kind of like, it's still really Mexican-centric. Yeah. Because it's like, you're just doing that. And there's, like, undocumented people from, like, Korea. Mm-hmm. There's even undocumented people from, like, fucking Germany. Like, yep. you're just li- you're just making this one narrative and, like, showing black up. Black undocumented. There's black undocumented people that doesn't get talked a lot Mm-mm. about. And there are. Yep. And then it's, like, it's, like, they're not only facing, like, discrimination just by, like, immigration. It's, like, everyday discrimination by police, yep. housing. Like, it's a different kind of like discrimination than what like mestizo folk Mm -hmm. go through yep but i was just like and the people were like had the monarch you know like the wings and they were like and i was just like it's so was that it's it's so mexican centric (laughs) i don't know if it was them or somebody else but it was it's just really mexican centric and i feel a lot of times people like don't critique Mm -hmm. the movement yeah because then you get ghosted and you get like called out called out because they're like oh this wins why don't you want us to win and then you're like it it wins and it would benefit me but it doesn't benefit everybody and i think that's yeah. what happens like we don't have a really like united front nope with a lot of like other undocumented people mm-hmm. with other statuses or no status yep. because we always go for what wins and what's popular and what's gonna get you grant money and all this shit and support yep. and sometimes like people don't like yeah, you can get politicians support that way, but they're not going to support you Mm-mm. all the time. And it's also, like, thinking that you're just going to change an institution by talking to politicians. Yep. And that's not just how it works, y'all. Sorry to break that bubble for y'all, but that's not how it works. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, like, they come in handy sometimes, but I mean... Yeah. Yeah, but it just, again, like, it shows you a different level of privilege. Yeah. That we have. And, like, DACA people, like, we have privilege. We gotta acknowledge yeah, we that do. Like, a lot, too. The same way that we're making white people acknowledge their privilege, we gotta acknowledge ours. And just, like, yeah, like, it's helpful to my family. It's helpful to, the, like, my people. But, like, I'm benefiting from it a lot more. Like, I have health care. Yeah. My parents don't. Like, I have a stable job where, you know, like, I could get fired, but it would be more for, like, incompetence than it would be <laughs> because, like, my social didn't match up right. Like, we have to understand that although, like, our we're being threatened right now with the Supreme Court hearing, like, we really got to acknowledge the privilege that we have over, like, those of our community members, and, like, right now we're playing, like, the pobrecito, like, little dreamer that could type shit, but, like, we have to remember, right, like, a lot of our community members don't have any of this, so a call to action 
is to like not support a good versus bad immigrant narrative shit because that doesn't help anybody. It doesn't, and it just creates a bigger divide, and it also devalues the work that undocumented people and the people do. that are working within like the that are working to take down like the criminal like justice system, right? Like we're we criminalize the shit out of black and brown like people and we criminalize the shit out of like men and and like mujeres too, right? But like black and brown men are like the most criminalized and we're we're erasing the work that other people are doing. Which like reminds me of the whole thing around like Shakira and Jennifer Lopez accepting like that and I'm using this more of like as an example. Like y'all yeah, like fucking like Jay Z turned well no not Jay Z. Rihanna turned it down too. But I mean like Jay-Z's a bunch of like that. Cardi was like I'm not performing yes. if you don't fucking have Kaepernick. I can never say his name right. Kaepernick. And also, like, Rihanna said no. And then we have fucking, like, Vendida's ass, like, Shakira and Jennifer Lopez being like, but we need the recognition, like, of the Latinos and the... At the expense of black people. And it's like, at the expense of black people. So we gotta learn solidarity. We gotta acknowledge our privilege. And, like, that's that's our rant. Maybe people are gonna cancel us. Oh, Fuck yeah. Fuck you if you do. But we've been, we've been canceled for a couple of years now, so I mean... <laughs> <laughs> we should change the name. We should be like the canceled podcast. <laughs> canceled. We've been we've been canceled by what have I been? I've been canceled by nonprofits and labor unions. So I've been canceled by a lot of people. I've been canceled by my mom. <laughs> oh my god! You're like even there. I've been canceled. <laughs> I'm a problematic ass bitch. That's fine. Um, but yeah. So, and do you have anything else, Mujer? No, I guess for allies, sh- shut up and just, like, ask people what they need. Yeah, and do it. Like, if a lot of... I've had people be like, oh, but it's because I don't have money to give. And it's like, all right, then just sit down and listen. Like, just that's it. Like, do something really small just by checking in and be like, hey, you know, like, whatever it is that, like, your people need. You know your people. So, like, if they're going through some tough shit, you're not going to be there and be like, oh, my God, my boyfriend, uh, like, 10 years ago broke up with me and, like, this shit, right? Like, it, and then you using that more than anything as like a don't talk about yourselves when you're trying to like listen to undocumented people and they're telling you how they're actually feeling mm-hmm. which is why like you know I like shouting at the people in my life because yeah. I also feel like this is like a diary type thing and like how I'm feeling <laughs> throughout the years like maybe one day like we'll come on here and be like hey bitches we got citizenship and then it'll change but you know <laughs> they like, won't have that identity crisis <laughs> <laughs> Then we'll just be here like, all right, undocumented people, tell us what you need. What y'all need. <laughs> you want my social security number? Like, here you go. You want to work? Here you go. There you go. No, but like, but, thank yeah. you to the Mujer Allies in, our, in my life. I can only speak for myself right now. Thank mm. you so much for your help and my newly acquired Mujer Ally. Um, you know, like, thank you. Like, legit, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for everything yeah. you do. I think it, it makes a difference. Because mm-hmm. then with other people who like pity you and have you in that like you can't be like real with Mm -hmm. them and like what you actually need yeah you know but yeah (laughs) we both like suspitos like suspitos you're like fuck everybody (laughs) and if you're if you're a man and if you're documented fuck you and if you're a man you're documented and you're white fuck you double times (laughs) (laughs) if you're an allied man You're like, that's the privilege you get. You get a double fuck you. get a double fuck you. <laughs> if my mom listened to this podcast, she would disown me. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. That's why my mom never... She doesn't know about a podcast. Really? Yeah, I'm like, I'm hanging out with Fabi, mom. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. I'm 
mine does. I'm pretty sure she's like listening to us right now. Hi, mom. She has the little, what is it? The, <laughs> the little cup. cup. She's like, what they say? Nah, she doesn't need it. <laughs> she, she got a good ear. <laughs> yeah. My but, mom is like, no chismosa, nada más bien informada. There you go. <laughs> <sighs> but, but yeah. yeah. So, we don't know what our next podcast is going to be. We have an interview that we have been trying to record. <laughs> For a while now. For a while. Um, but yeah, we're going to have, like, we're trying to revamp our podcast. Yeah. We are going to try really hard. And it's on me. I'll take responsibility for this break. Um, you know, like, trying to get more information out to folks. If you... Um, it's changing a little bit, right? And I like it because it's starting to take a like a form of its own and mm-hmm. you know, like we're we're trying to put together like some graphics and yeah. like a nice logo and you know, like changing a little bit about what the podcast is because it has a heart of its own and it'll hopefully turn out to be something really, really beautiful. Yay. Yeah, take us out to your colleges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean I know there's homies that listen that go to that go to college. <laughs> so you wanna you wanna talk you podcasters for a fraction of the price i'm just kidding no pay me more pay me more than u.s citizen podcasters but <clears throat> no but you yeah. know who you are people <laughs> you know who you are know who you, you want to sneeze <laughs> <laughs> no but for real though if you want to bring us out to your campus yes or just like you know again the invitation is always yeah. open we don't like we keep saying we don't just talk about immigration but we just keep talking about immigration no we don't just talk about immigration we talk about like mujer issues and like latino like latinx issues and you know like we have are both going through some changes within like our ourselves too and like mm-hmm. it's you know we will bring that out when we're ready if you are a citizen mujer like and you want to come chat with us you know about stuff that's happening like that's chill like we keep shitting on y'all but like not about immigration <laughs> shit that's ours yeah yeah. It's like a rabbit dog is like, you can't take it. Um, but, you know, like, mujer things. Like, we're, we're going to be having a really cool interview. Yeah. Um, once, we once we get everything set up Skype and we works. figure it out. Yeah. Um, you know, the only... What are things that we won't take? White. <laughs> yeah, white, white men. documented men. Yeah, also just men. Yeah. Like, cis head men. Cis head men. There you go. <laughs> we're like, wait, yeah. no, cis head men. Says Hetman. Yeah, no. Y'all can pay us and stay outside. You can just bet mommy money for no reason. Just bet <laughs> uh, mommy no. money. Um, but yeah. So, are we done? I think we're done. We're done until the next rant. It is finally over, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to Mujeres on a Mission. We will talk to you when we talk to you. <laughs> yeah, let's leave it like that. We'll uh, talk to you when we talk we'll to talk you. To when you, you deserve to hear us. Oh no. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well thank you so much everybody for listening to Mujeres on a Mission. This is Bobby. This is Lupita. And we will talk to y'all again soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.